Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. This is Live Mike. With Lee Lonsberry, from Utah's Capitol Hill to your schools, Texas, and all the breaking news. Hear it on Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry on KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This segment, we're going to spend a few minutes talking about the coronavirus and how Utah is feeling the effects of that uh, virus. On the phone, we're joined by Melanie Herring, who is right now in quarantine herself. Melanie, how are you? I'm doing great. Your story is this. You and your husband went on a vacation. You were on a cruise. Uh, That ship uh, became a place where there was some coronavirus detected. Uh, You were confined to... Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I I was just... You know what? I'm telling your story. You tell us what you've experienced so far. I'm sorry. Well, you know, we we were on a six-month vacation. Um, My husband just retired from Union Pacific, and I I retired three years earlier. So we were planning a six-month vacation, and it was the second cruise, actually, which was with um, Princess. Uh, We left in November. And on on January 6th, we got on the Diamond Princess. We were on that cruise for 29 days, and then that additional 12 days after... Um, in quarantine. I see. And um, we were expecting to get off. We had traveled to Hong Kong uh, twice during that cruise. Uh, The first time we got off, the second time was Chinese New Year. And during Chinese New Year, they said, we we want you to be really careful because um, don't wear black, don't wear hoodies type thing because of the protesters. And we were really excited to uh, experience Chinese New Year. I'd been before, but my husband hadn't. And they made an announcement saying that basically it was canceled. No fireworks, no parade, and no um, special programs that they usually have. And they said it was due to the protest. Ah. But uh, not, a lot of imp- not a lot of things said about the coronavirus. Right. Well, let's let's fast forward to to this past weekend. You so after you know Chinese New Year was called off for you folks. Uh, there were some cases, some positive cases detected of coronavirus on the ship. Uh, ultimately, your husband uh, became tested positive for the coronavirus. He was moved into quarantine, and you remained on the ship. But you then, uh, over the weekend, received word from the United States government. What did you hear? Uh, that we were given the choice to come back to the United States or we could stay. And if we were to stay, we had to, we didn't know when we would be able to come back. But when we did come back, we would have to be quarantined for 14 days. And that's the option. So my husband that you... and I decided to, to, to take the chance and, and get back to the United States. So where are you right now? I'm at Travis Air Force Base and you in have California. A... You're confined to your quarters there. You saw a. Uh, you've been wonderful about sharing your experience and your story here. And 
uh, on your social media, I saw a tour of your of your quarters just yesterday. Uh, and can I just say one thing? You have been remarkably upbeat. I admire your positivity, uh, and I, I so hope that your husband is feeling that uh, from you. You make mention of these uh, long talks you have with your husband, uh, John. T- tell us how he's doing. Um. He's actually, I just got off the phone with him. He's a little bit worried right now, uh, just trying to um, meditate to, um, you know, just keep calm. We have a lot of people that are are panicking on the outside, and uh, we just want to tell people, just relax. We're going to be okay. You know, prayers help. Um, all the good energy you can send us. But he's, he's a little bit worried today. You know, he said, you know, I just... Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. I just hope I come up negative. And, you know, he was, he got results yesterday and his throat swab came up negative, is what we're looking for. But the saliva test came up positive, which means that he's still contagious. So they're going to test him again today and then we will find out more results tomorrow. What are the what's the criteria for his release from quarantine? Ooh, how many how many negative, negative tests? Two negatives in a row. And then what is he able to do? He's in again. He's quarantined in Japan currently. He tests those two times in sequence uh, negative. What is he then able to do? Is he able to come back here to the United States immediately after those two negative tests? We're told that that's what. Yes, we we were told that we he'd be able to do that, but that might change. Sure. We don't know. And so. you you are two days into a 14-day quarantine at Travis Air Force Base in California. Is that correct? Yes. Are you tested periodically? What's your, what's your experience right now? You know, they're just, they take my temperature twice a day, and um, they just monitor us. They'll call us and ask how we're feeling. Um I'm really in isolation. Uh, I can go outside. Today was the first day we could go outside. We, uh, if we see someone out there, we have to be within six feet of them. Um, we're always wearing our mask. And um, then we're back here in the room for uh, just total isolation. Uh, let me ask you this, an understanding that this is a very serious matter, uh, and it is a, a very trying time, but, uh, as you, I've seen little glimpses of, of, of joy and, uh, and contentment and sarcasm in your, in your videos, and so I'm, I'm comfortable asking this. In fact, the, the still frame of the video you posted just a few hours ago, there's a big smile on your face. Let me ask you this, how, how are you occupying yourself? How are you filling the days? Um, I'm talking to friends and family, um, during the day, I'm kind of upside down because when my husband's up, I'm going to be communicating with him. And so I've just been trying to balance it all. I, uh, I have great books on tape, but, you know, I have a great um, support system with family and friends that, uh, you know, are constantly checking on me. And, and uh, it's actually really wonderful. Could, so. I be, could I be so bold to ask you what, uh, what, which book on tape you're listening to? 
I just finished Cold. The the Cold podcast or Amy Powell, the Josh Powell story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cold the the podcast by uh, KSL's yeah. own Dave Colley. Yes. What'd you think? And I have uh, interesting. Yeah. Very good. Very well done. Yeah. You know what? Here's a, here's a silly. Here's a silly thing. Uh, if you are able to, with your phone, if you're able to, uh, and this is going to be self-promotional, uh, if you're able to get the KSL News Radio app, you can download it there on your phone. Uh, at 2.50 Mountain Time, I'm going to be joined by Dave Cauley, the host of that cold podcast. He is right now up in Washington. The The Cox family, they filed a lawsuit, a wrongful death lawsuit, lawsuit against the state of Washington. And he's going to give us an update on that. Uh, anyway, if you're interested, uh, tune in and wow, listen to Dave Cauley. thank you. I will do that. Thank no. you. Well, thank you. Uh, and listen, thank you for speaking to me. Maybe we'll touch base uh, over the next few weeks. Uh, and uh, you know, I'm rooting for your husband, rooting for your whole family. I uh, really hope that this works out. Stay healthy. Uh, stay positive as you are. And uh, I wish you the very, very best. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, Melanie. Melanie Herring is right now in quarantine at Travis Air Force Base in California while her husband remains in quarantine in Japan after testing positive for the coronavirus. Uh, both those fine folks from Tooele County, uh, the first Utah uh, with a confirmed case of coronavirus. So we're going to follow that story. Next up, we're going to be speaking to representatives from the Pete Buttigieg campaign who yesterday addressed a massive crowd here in Salt Lake City. That's coming up next here on Live Mike. I'm Leland and this is KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.